Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to Good Hang episode 56. That's right, John and Nathan from the past. It's 56, you idiots. They're going to get it wrong. They're going to get it. Yeah, they're going to get it wrong in about five minutes. Those guys are idiots. They're so dumb. They know nothing. They're not as wise and, and learned as we are, John and Nathan, from the current moment. I feel so wise. I see. I feel so wisdomous. I feel so smartelligent. Oh my god, that was a good one. Uh, this week, uh, Nathan has had his fucking amazing concert at the Esplanade Theater. I think a big chunk of you guys were there. If you weren't, you missed out. It's uh, done. We talk about it. <laughs> it's done. Nathan has part of his life back, hopefully, maybe. Yeah, More on that next week. <laughs> uh, I talk about a, a recent visit of my parents and how that's fucked me up for life. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> Um, yeah, you're gonna want to hear that. Um, I talk about the concert, of course, and then uh, all the cool things that happen behind the scenes and after the show, and after which we read some of your shit. Yeah, a couple heartfelt messages. Uh, one from a fellow concert goer who didn't say hi, but said hi online, and that's totally fine. And, and we yeah. read a little message from the lasagnator. <laughs> the lasagnator. Uh, after which Jake we. <laughs> After which we play a game, speaking about concerts, about iconic performances. That's right. Just like Nathan. It's like a trivia thing. But, you yeah, know. it's a trivia thing. Yeah. Uh, it's a fun yeah. one. It's a fun <laughs> one. Uh, then we go into the news, of course, and the big news this week, and probably for the next few weeks or months or even years to come, Pokemon Go. Pokemon, all Pokemon go all the time. That's all there is to talk about. I honestly think this game is going to get banned at some point, dude. Like, I promise you some country out there, like, in about four or five weeks, we're going to be talking... The next new story is XYZ country just banned Pokemon Go. I There's guarantee it. fucked up things happening. We talk about the weird things that have been happening around this game, or and also what the game is, if you guys are living under a rock or don't give a shit about Pokemon, which, you yeah. know... Hopefully there's some of you out there. Uh, we also talk about a, a, one particular case about a guy who lost his job over Pokemon. No, no. There was other stuff he said too, but you know. We talk about uh, Donald Trump and his denial of global warming, despite the fact that history and science has shown that this has been the hottest time ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk briefly about a, this, it's like it's basically Pokemon and China. Pokemon and China. <laughs> so we talk about a Chinese businessman who didn't get what he paid for despite paying a lot for it. Yeah, Hint. more on that one later. Hint. Prostitutes. Hint. But Mega like spe- like special prostitutes. Foxy Sorry. prostitutes. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Good one. Uh, yeah, with that, uh, enjoy this episode, guys. Uh, we're going to have a lot more content coming for you soon, uh, now that things have settled down for both of us. Uh, we'll see you next week with a brand new episode, uh, probably with a guest. And thank you, guys. Have a thank good you one. guys. Yeah, and look out for the Good Hang Instagram account. Right? We're still doing that, right? We're, we're still doing that. We're still doing that. I'm sorry it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, we're we're fuck ups and we apologize. I but don't enjoy this episode. <laughs> you don't apologize or you're not a fuck up? I probably just don't apologize. I'm a fuck up. Fair enough. Alright guys. Enjoy episode fifty six coming at your ear balls right now. Your balls? What's in your ball? And we're on. 
Okie dokie. Alrighty then. Uh, right. Let's just get right into it. Get right into it? We're not going to have a cold open where we open cold... Why is it called cold open? Because it's before things get... It's before you warm up for the show, you know? It's a cold no, open. And while, right. the, while the cold open is happening, you are warming up for the show. No. no. Do you really think that? I, I think so. I don't know. Okay, because there's a cold open, right? Which is what we usually do. Uh, uh-huh. And there's a hot open, I think, is the deal. Hot okay. opens, like, you immediately, like... Like, you, I don't know, you start the thing. You rec- well, te- you, te- you, technically, the show starts with a hot open. Is it? Oh, uh, yeah, with our intro. Yeah. Like, hey, everybody, welcome to get an m Yeah, yeah, that's a really good impersonation of what we do. <laughs> you sound like a Muppet character. Hello, everyone. Now, I like cold opens. It's good. It's like you ease into the episode. The, the audience could say ease into the episode. Oh, well, you've just like, turned it. You, congrats. You just turned it into a cold open. Did I? You just did, yeah. The, this the, is the a open. Meta, this thing is. The open has this, officially been chilled. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is a meta cold open because if um, it's a cold open talking about the mechanics of a cold opening, yeah. is it still a cold opening? Also, we're breaking. We the fact that we do have an intro. Mm. Mm. We don't we're, know. We have a loop. I don't know. We're breaking the fourth wall of the cooler box. Yep. Damn this man. is the worst timeline, probably. <laughs> <laughs> hey there, everybody. Welcome Hello. to episode. Uh, I honestly forgot. Is it 55? Sure. Let me double check. I have no idea either. <laughs> Future Us knows. And, Future uh, Us knows. Future Us just said it. Future Us just, just said it. So this yep. is a very uninformed conversation right now. Yep. Because we've been thrown for a loop. Nathan, you're out of the country again. I'm out of the country. We're recording Jeez. remotely. I'm currently overseas in a place with questionable internet. Indeed. And John is back home. And with regular internet. With regular, with normal people internet. Recording so, episode 56 for you beautiful people. 56? Did we hit 55 already? Yeah. Well, hey there, everybody. Welcome to episode 56 of Good Hang Podcast. I am Nathan. Oot, oot. I am John. And, uh, hey, if you are if you happen to be new to the show, I'm sorry we haven't spoken to the new ones in a while, but uh, welcome. Yeah. We talk about anything, really. Yeah. Here, here, like here, here, th- here's what it yeah. is. We, we talk about what, what you want to talk about. You know, if you reach yeah. out to us over Twitter, over Facebook, over the website, we will talk about the things that you tell us to talk about. So it's really your Absolutely show. Mon. It's more yeah, your show than ours. I like to think of it as uh, two people or like three people hanging out and one of them is really quiet. Mm. That's you, listener. Just passive. I mean, you can talk, nodding. but you'd be crazy. Yeah. But like, but we're still friends. Like we still talk about interesting things that interest all three of us. Yeah, but you're just there. You're receiving our. It's, shit. it's, it's like it's know. like it's like we're in prison. The two of us are behind the glass, and you're on the other side, and you're not. Yeah. And, and you're not allowed to pick up the phone. Yeah, but we know you're there. We know you're there. We so we can see you. Yes, but you're not allowed. Oh, to I thought pick you were talking phone. about an interrogation room where it's like a two way mirror. Oh no no like you know like those prison like mirror? the visitation things where you have to pick up the phone to talk. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. You 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 have but no then, phone but, on your side. But then we could but we can't see them either right now though. I can. So I think in uh, God's eye software man. Oh I shit! See all of you. You're like Batman in that Dark Knight. I'm I'm like I'm like Morgan Freeman in Dark Knight. I but feel he didn't want it I, though. Yeah, but still he he used it. 
He's like, this is just wrong, American he's a, government. He's a he's a hypocrite, that Morgan Freeman. I mean, if you if you have to take out the Joker, you know, you, t- you get any leg up you can get, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I would do. I you know what you know what I want to do? I want to rewatch that movie like as soon as I can. It still bums me out though. I'm like, oh. like every time someone is, is killed before their time, it really bums me out to watch their last project. Like when Star Trek mm. comes out, I'm mean, like, oh, Anton oh Yelchin, you could have done so much more. Have you seen Green Room? No, I hear good things about it though. And uh, that's what's a, the other cr- it's a couple a other things. Crazy movie. fucking movie, guys! I don't know if Green Room is going to come out in Singapore. I doubt it because it's about punk rockers versus neo-nazis but whoa yeah that's the movie but um it's a crazy movie and anton yelchin was great in it uh patrick stewart plays the neo-nazi fyi really yeah well it makes sense and he is super bald he is he is very bald um but yeah man uh if you guys didn't know anton yelchin he was killed in a freak accident where his car was set in neutral when he thought it was in park and it rolled down the hill of his house where he was at his mailbox the car rolled down the hill of his house, and he was basically uh, tr- uh, just like pinned. crushed. Yeah, pinned between his car and his gate, and yeah. he got Reinhardted, dude. Yeah, catchphrase. No, no, no. A bit, a That's bit, just a reference. A, a, a bit, a bit soon, and a lot irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the seven uh, people who play Overwatch out there get it. Yeah, but yeah, it's really sad. It's, it's it's rough, but I, I, I really want to watch Dark Knight with a bunch of friends right now because I, I I just love that movie so much. Yeah, man. When you when you come back and you're not super busy with the secret stuff that you're doing, we should just hang out, just hang out. Well, here's the thing. By the time... Okay, no. By the time we get to the next episode, so, so not in this episode, but the next episode... Episode um, 7? Yeah, the next fifty-seven. I can talk about all the projects that I've been working on in secret Ooh, because that's exciting because they, they would probably already be out there. So I can talk about everything next week. So that is what we call a teaser, guys, a cliffhanger. Just all that right. we're not. So just we can, that we're, we're, we're not ending the episode now. <laughs> we can rule some things out. So that means that Nathan is not in the new Star Wars movie. He could be in Suicide Squad. Ooh, wait, does that come out next week? I have no idea. Either I, way, is it really? Yeah, pretty soon. I think first week of August. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, we'll figure out if we'll find out for finally find out if it's good or not. I still stand by that it's gonna be like slightly below grade. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, why would your opinions have changed since the last time we talked about this? I just, I'm just so excited for it. No, but like, I, I, I'm slightly scared because I thought X Men Apocalypse was gonna be pretty cool, mm-hmm. but <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't. I it mean, it was, was it, it was it was cool, but like you know, in a baffling, just like completely, just dumbfounding way. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, you guys, yep. you guys made this, <laughs> and you put and it in Oscar a theater. Isaac just cashing a check. Did you know all that right. Oscar Isaac in that movie uh, did all of his dialogue in post because his costume was so loud? So it's all squeaking. Yeah, he was basically like a giant rubber dildo, and like he could yep. not. He had to record all his dialogue in post because every time he spoke, it'd just be like, "The apocalypse squeak 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 <laughs> has arrived." Squeak squeak squeak. So, like for the entire first half of the movie, he's wearing like a giant robe because they didn't want him to wear the costume with all the squeaks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming to get you. Squeak, 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 squeak. <laughs> 
But yeah, that's I that's, am your that, god. That's squeaky, squeaky, squeaky. So yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of rough decisions in that movie. Anyway, John, what you been up to? When you see your bud and wanna know what's new, you just gotta ask. Hey, what buddy. What you been up to? Yeah, we got to keep this tight, man. We got we got we we have I have places to go, I have things to see, and whatever. So yeah, let's get into it. Um, I feel like you're gonna have way more cool stuff to talk about, so I want to keep mine short, sweet, and kind of sad. Um, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, I haven't had a chance to talk about this yet. A couple of weeks ago, my parents came to visit my yeah. mom and dad, and you know when they obviously live in the Philippines and I live here in Singapore, and like. When you don't see your parents for a while, often or for a while, you this weird thing happens where you actually like see them, and you get to be my age and their age. You actually get to see them age. You get to see yeah. them grow older, get older. Yeah. yeah, and it's like it's a weird thing. It's like you know it's something I thought about. I've been thinking about for a while, but like it's it's weird when like you're walking around Singapore and and your dad has to like hold on to your shoulder and use you like a cane because his hip is hurting. Mm. That's a new thing, and I was like, oh shit! I hope this isn't a this is like a not a permanent thing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. never know. Yeah. And every time I feel this or, or something like this happens, I always think about the John Mayer song, um, Stop This Train. Mm. You know that song, right, Nathan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop This Train, I Wanna... Which is all about him. This, the exact same thought, basically. It's a really melancholy, The second verse is, don't know how else to say it, I don't want to see my parents go. Yeah. One generation One led the way. Yep. I'm living life out on my own, something like that. Yeah, the one generation. Yeah, whatever. From finding life out, and then yeah. there, there's a song. There's the, another part, the part that really hits me, where he goes, um, "Once in a while, you know that bit." The I think it's the it's the once in a while, good it feels like it should, and we all stick around, and it's all safe and sound. I can't remember the exact things, but that song gets me every time, man. Yeah. But the, the exact lyric that I'm looking it up now because I don't want to fuck it up. But the exact yeah. lyric that always gets me—it's not quite in that part. I just realized. Um, uh, This—it's a part where he's having like a dialogue with his his um, dialogue with his dad. He goes, uh, "So scared of getting older, I'm only good at being young. So I play the numbers game and find a way to say that life has just begun. Had a talk with my old man. Said, to help, help me understand. understand. Yeah, he said, turn 68, you'll renegotiate. My dad just turned 69.'" yeah so he's a year older than john mayer's dad is in this song yeah but yeah so i guess my 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 why i bring this up is that i think in general our our listeners a little bit younger but maybe this is something to start thinking about i mean whether you are you get along great with your parents or you you quarrel uh, take them for granted i mean or maybe you're in a period where you stop seeing them as gods. Either either, either mm-hmm. way, wherever it is, just hug your parents if you can. Give them a call if you haven't called them in a while. They're not yeah. going to be here. Um, and it's going to be tough, but that's the way the wheel keeps working now. That's, that's a that's, different John Mayer song. Yeah, that, that's, that's a real fucking thing, man. Because, yeah. um, my I mean, my parents are getting up there as well. They're both um, uh, in their 60s now. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's true. Tra- I mean, I see them, you know, uh, almost every every week. Uh, but it's 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 rough to realize that like they're getting to that age where 
sicknesses are no longer just like oh go see the doctor sicknesses are a real yeah. thing now or if any of them or, like falls or yeah um, just like little things like that you know everything's magnified and like it's so it's such a big contrast because the people that you grow up with you know um, I still remember uh, my dad being the guy that would like you know take us to go to theme parks and do roller mm-hmm. coasters and go rock climbing and things like mm-hmm. that he can't do those things anymore i mean not because he so doesn't spry, want right? to yeah it's just that he's it, it's it, i mean he still works out and like you know goes for walks and things and i was gonna say active. your dad's in pretty good shape i mean yeah, yeah i mean he, he has like he has like a regular dad bod with the belly and everything but like he still yeah. keeps active and i'm really happy for that for both my parents for keeping active um but they're definitely not like you know the young late 30s people that i used that i grew up with okay sorry yeah. not late 30s late mid 40s um yeah but yeah it's 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 a rough thing to see like recently um it was a very small thing but it kind of woke me up a little bit uh i was at a family wedding in bali my whole family was there and uh i had to go back early because i had to do prep for a concert and yep. um i came back a day early my dad dropped me off at the airport the next day, I was in Singapore having rehearsals, and I got like seven missed calls from my dad. And um, I was like, "Oh shit!" After rehearsals, I was like, "Oh shit! Oh shit!" I called him back, and I was like, "Hey, what's up?" And he's like, "Where are you? Why didn't you pick up the phone?" And I'm like, "Oh, sorry, I was at rehearsals." And he was like, "Oh, you're in Singapore?" It's like, "Yeah, you dropped me off at the airport yesterday," and um, it was funny, but it was also like, "Oh." Um, so that's starting to go a little so he bit. was like looking for you in Bali yeah <laughs> yeah uh, he was just trying to get a hold of me and he, and he couldn't find uh, he couldn't find me because he thought I was somewhere on the island that's of tough. Bali um, <laughs> but he's uh, f- I mean other than that you know it's just little flashes of things like that other than that he's still very much like the pillar of strength that I grew up with um, yeah. but it's, it's it's rough man guys heed those words call your parents give them a hug yeah. or just you yeah. know and and okay i understand in asian tradition it's not common for parents and children especially fathers and sons to you know have a closer more open relationship mm-hmm. it's never too late to change that or it's never too yeah. late to just say you know like give like a bro hug or like you know like a manly like kiss on the cheek or something like that it's little yeah. things or just find a way to show them that you appreciate them because I know you do. Make them a card out of macaroni. Yeah. <laughs> or a necklace made of paper mache. Yeah. Or something. Mm. Anyway, but yeah, I'm good. They're, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Uh, just something I've been thinking about. Uh, what yeah. you been up to, Nathan? Hey, man. Uh, I've been. I, I've had a, I've had a crazy week. I mean, uh, it's Wednesday today. The episode mm-hmm. will be out by today. I promise you guys. So this is technically live. Almost live. It's almost live, but it's like CNN live, where there's like a delay and the guy just stands there for a bit, waiting to hear the question. Tape um, recording. Exactly. Um, uh, but it's Wednesday. I just had a concert at the Esplanade on Saturday, and mm-hmm. I had to I had to leave the country by Monday. Yeah, because so it was that a, bad. Oh, they yeah, like man. they were like this concert is the worst. <laughs> they were like, man, get rid of this guy. Fuck this guy. Get rid of his citizenship. Hiding. So yes, let's, I am now. Let's electrocute him. <laughs> speaking of electricity. <laughs> so yes, uh, I I am now um, in 
political asylum in a different country <laughs> that I cannot disclose. Nah, okay, so it's been a crazy week, you know, with uh, rehearsals and the concert, and now I'm working out of town. Um, it's been an insane week, but man, uh, it's been so fulfilling. You know, the concert, yeah. the concert went a lot better than I expected. I was so, so happy to see people come out and so happy to it just. It was like, awesome. Perf- yeah, I like honestly. So much of that show surprised me, even because mm-hmm. um, I was so worried about every time. Okay, because like, if you, in case you guys didn't know, um, I produced the show as well because I'm an, I'm a fucking idiot. Um, yep. So yep. Uh, I I had to produce the show as well. So like basically handle like um, all the logistics, the money, the lights, the sound, everything. I had to find. Pe- I'm, I mean, I didn't do it myself. I found people to do it, but you know. In terms of like the production, I had to handle all those things, and that came with like a lot of unnecessary stress. Um, and at the same time, we were rushing rehearsals in the last week because I've been traveling so much lately. And um, I honestly didn't know how the show was going to go. Like I was kind of terrified. Like I knew we had one or two pretty bomb songs in there that could do well, but yeah, as for the whole show in general, I was like, oh damn! Like I really don't know if I'm ready for this. But after the show was over, like, you know, it went pretty well. And honestly, man, so much of that I have to thank uh, this podcast for. Because... And and I know. And it's because one of the things that I had a lot of problems with um, early on in my career was um, communicating with the audience on stage. I was a very ineffective communicator. Like, anytime I opened my mouth to say something, people would be like, what did you just say? He's mumbling. <laughs> I, can't, I can't hear him. And um, that led me to like having prepared bits and make sure I write things out that I want to say and you know make sure that I deliver them properly and blah, blah, blah. And a lot of it just came out stinted. Stilted, I mean. Um, but with this show, I, I barely thought of a single word that I had to say. And I just kind of knew like the songs and everything. But because the audience was so giving and so warm... It was basically like doing the podcast, but on stage. In, I was songs say, in between. That's, like what doing, it felt, that's what it felt like. Yeah, it was like doing like, the podcast with songs in between, and I was like just talking to them, and it was. It felt it felt really good, man, and and um, it was just so nice to to see people enjoy themselves, and to to, uh, to a significant number of them, I think it was like their first concert from what I saw on Twitter and Instagram first concert and ever or first concert of you yeah first first con- I mean some first concert of mine but some of them just like their first proper concert in like a theater popping ever popping cherries hey I'm nice. popping them 14 year old cherries nope oh no, yeah nope taking that out <laughs> <laughs> yeah good luck uh, with that um, yeah. no but it's okay so we haven't had a chance to talk about the concert since you had it um, yeah fuck it, and you're talking about now it's kind of like oh yeah it was great no, it, this concert was fucking amazing <laughs> it was such a good concert thanks like, man like um uh, and I, you know, and I see kind of like what's going on behind the scenes, and like I knew how busy you were, and how fucking crazy everything was going, and how busy, and like just how insanely busy you were, and like I was like, I didn't think about it until I sat down. I was like, man, you know, when you get like that, at least I have experienced it, where like you're thinking about all the things in the background, like you kind of just forget, just perform. Yeah. But your performance level was off the fucking charts. Like you, you sounded the best I've ever heard you. Your voice was fucking so on point. Um, you forgot some of the lyrics on "I love you." You mixed up some pronouns and shit. But other than I, that, I did, I did, I did. I, <laughs> <laughs> I remember it got to one course and I was like, "Oh, I don't know what the next phrase is." Oh well, that's just bullshit. No, but it was amazing because you made it yeah, through, yeah, at least yeah. to my ears. You made it through like half of the song getting yeah. it right. Because and it's funny because I was like, I, 
it was one of those things where I instantly knew the song. Where it was like not 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 quite instantly. It was more like you started singing. I'm like, oh shit, I know this song. What is this song? What is this song? What is this song? It's like oh boom, and then I knew it. I knew it. and then I knew every word. Yeah, <laughs> fucking song. Oh, I feel like nobody knew that though. Like it's such a '90s song. It was such a good song to cover though, dude. It's kind of like one of those esoteric, kind of like interesting. Like if it was on YouTube, I think it would be a fun one to watch. Yeah, I didn't know what to cover, but uh, yeah, I mean, the the, the biggest takeaway for the show for me was just um, how much I love fucking doing this. You know, like this is yeah, like like sometimes those days come for every performer where you just kind of feel like you know you're you're screaming into a void or mm-hmm. like what you're doing isn't of value anymore. No one is cherishing it, or like you know, not yep. enough, not enough people. Um, but man. Guys, full disclosure, if you guys were there, I didn't sell out the fucking theater. Half of it was empty. <laughs> like, you know, half of it, like, 35% of it was empty. Yeah, no, because, I mean, you sold all of the orc, like, because, well, first of all, how many, this thing is a huge, this is a huge theater. 1.65. Uh, I didn't open the third and the fourth floors, so that's about yeah, 35%. Yeah, you chose not to. Yeah, so that's yeah. about 35% of the audience. Um, I didn't want to be, uh, because I honestly didn't think it was going to sell that well, and it didn't. And, and I'm completely fine with that. I didn't expect it to because realistically, I haven't been releasing enough things on a regular basis. Fair. Um, I haven't been out in the public eye too much. So it's very realistic that I wouldn't be able to sell out the concert hall, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, that wasn't a huge concern. Like, my biggest concern was that can I give these x amount of people like a good night and, and you did i guarantee it and, and but like uh, yeah go ahead oh yeah and and that was that was so much fun getting to do that and also just like the value of having good people around you man like the band <laughs> yeah. uh i didn't know this till after the show i just didn't think to ask but that performance was their very first time performing in the concert hall ever um, oh. <laughs> I always just I, I always just assume that if you're a musician in Singapore, you've played at the Esplanade Concert Hall at some point in your life. <laughs> so you were <laughs> the only one on stage that night who had actually performed there before. Yeah, like nobody, wow. even from the musicians to the to the backup singers, wow. they had never performed there before, and uh, I didn't find that out till after the show. Uh, but I was so happy because backstage before the show, I could tell that the whole band was just a little bit on edge, a little bit nervous, um, was trying yeah. to st- like stressing out about their solos and things like that. And um, while we were on stage, I just felt so much ease and so much comfort from them. They were just fucking around at some point. They <laughs> and, were. Um, that just made me so happy more than anything else to see that these people that like, uh, honestly, sometimes like, because I'm not the most proficient musician. Like these guys, musically, they're just like head and shoulders above me. And sometimes like I feel like I'm almost like imposing my music upon them. <laughs> but to see them on stage... <laughs> having so much fun and just like having a great time that it that was probably one of the better parts of the night for me yeah and i just want to give a shout out to your keyboardist joel man when he yeah. performs he has like he has piano face <laughs> he has like, piano face he has like how early john face. mayer had like crazy guitar face joel has yeah. like this like like it's like the the joy of a five-year-old child discovering <laughs> candy for the first time it's just like wide-eyed wide mouth just like it also helps. It also helps that he looks like a five-year-old child. He does. He does look like a baby melon, like you. <laughs> he, looks, he looks like a giant baby. We gotta get him on, man. We still have to. We have to tell the origin story about mm. how, how this na- how the name of this podcast came to be. We should bring him on sometime. We'll bring him on. Sometime, we do some sure. improvised songs, anyway. But yeah, yeah, it was a great. It was a great fucking show. Like 
you were just on point, man. And as soon as, as when you, when the recording that we made played, I think not a lot of people didn't realize that that was me doing the pre-show <laughs> announcement. And you fucking ran on stage. I'm like, what a fucking idiot. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> people, people dug it, man. People dug it. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, I saw a bunch of mentions of like, oh, I love the, the house announcement. I was, I was yeah. hoping that people would like sort of get it or like at least have it be audible. They did. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we should have paused for laughter. <laughs> paused for cheering. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was so yes. funny. Uh, that was that's my thoughts about the show. Thank you guys very much for coming out. If you did, uh, quick shout out to uh, at Barry Bryant for freaking flying over from Indonesia. Yeah, man, he came and from not, a different country. And not just that, but I saw a bunch of uh, photos that they tagged us on Instagram where like they mm-hmm. just hung out and spent the the weekend together. Yeah, because dude, and, oh, th- we didn't bring this up. You had a fucking long ass line for signing, and they waited till the very end. They waited yeah. like two and a half hours to meet you, including yeah. them. But yeah, but yeah, they were hanging. Yeah, I saw that too. They were hanging out, just showing yeah, the, I, I, the sights. I, stuff. Yeah, I saw photos of the good hang gang, like just like going out, going to the malls, catching movies, and fucking hell, man, I'd be damned if I didn't like shed a little bit of a tear. I was on the plane, so that kind of helps. You know, being on the plane, you cry a little bit more. Altitude, yeah, Al- yeah, you know, the altitude gets <laughs> dust in your eye. Um, but uh, when I saw that, I was like, fucking hell, man. Thank, thank you guys so much. Um, yeah, yeah, and like. I mean, obviously, we the good hang gang, you guys know who you are, but, like, fuck, even though I, when I was just hanging around, I met, like, a couple, like, four or five, six people who, like, said hi to me and want to take pictures with me, so hello to all of you guys. That's so <laughs> cool. Thank you for saying hello, and some people send us messages that I will read in a bit when we get to our yeah. next bit. I think the next bit's coming up, guys. Oh, right. What a good segue. Let's read that shit. Listen to us talk all day. You've got things you wanna say. All you do is ask. Cause we read your shit. Alrighty. Oh, God, I love this section when we have some stuff to talk about. Um, <laughs> I guess it's I guess the main catalyst for having quite a bit to talk about is your concert. But yeah. I wanna just dive into a couple of messages here. Um, uh, an anonymous person sent us a message on the Good Hang Podcast website. Uh-oh. And he or she says, um, the message heading is, if I don't send this message, I'll regret it for two and a half months. 2.5 <laughs> months. Which specific. Is, is he going to die? Yeah. I, oh, oh, God. I hope not. Oh, no. Maybe we're all going to die. Maybe she's a, he or she is a fortune teller. Anyway, she goes, Dear Nathan and John, Despite this greeting... This message is more for John. <laughs> I saw you and Nathan, obviously, at Nathan's concert, but I didn't have the balls to say hi or take a picture. But I just wanted to uh, wanted you to know that I think you're a really funny guy, and when you're down and out, remember that there are people out there who love you and want you to be happy. Anyways, it was such an unreal experience uh, getting to see you two live and hear you guys <laughs> without the ear pierces. Ha ha ha. Uh, always supporting you both, a no-name mouse. P.S. I would like to stay anonymous because I will never be able to say all that straight up. Uh, yeah, no problem. God, that was such a nice message. Again, if that's totally cool. If you want to just, um, if you ever see us in an event, if you want to say hi, feel free. If not, just feel free to come sniff us. That's not weird. Just I'm, I'm still waiting for the day where some like, I'm on a train or like walking around town or something, and somebody like points at their phone and they're listening to the podcast and they see that would me. be the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> I'm still waiting Especially for if it's day. like in another country. Like if it's like. Oh my new. gosh. Don't even. Yeah. That would be, be so good. cool. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. What else you got? 
I got another. I got a message. Let's see. Uh, this was sent through our Facebook. So uh, when it sent, when you send, when you guys send us messages through um, the website, we have this little thing that says uh, whether it's okay to read or not. And we don't have that on Facebook, but we got a message on there. And I, th- I know the, I know the guy. I don't think he would mind too much. Okay. Uh, Jake Lasagna. I don't think you're going to mind us reading your little message here. But I thought it was really, really sweet. And it's also th- something that I've thought about and felt a lot when I like. Uh, listen to other podcasts, so I thought I would just share that with you. Jake uh, Lasagna, goes, the pizza Jake pie. Lasagna. He says, hey, so I just helped a friend uh, and her family move houses for seven and a half hours, and I had to drive an hour to get home. It was almost midnight when I began my drive, so obviously I got tired really quickly. I quickly scrolled through old episodes and clicked on one that I couldn't remember. It was episode 20. It helped give me energy all the way until I got home. Thank you. You don't realize how much your episodes really help me out any time I listen to them. Uh, oh, sorry. You don't realize how much your episodes really help me out any time I listen to them. Whether it be needing something to pass the time or needing something to push me through some rough patches in my life. I know that the Good Hang Gang will always be there with smiles, laughs, loves, and a weird, inappropriate dick joke. You know it! Uh, thank you. You are both amazing, and I hope that you both know that. Uh, thank you for that message, Jake. Grazie, um, grazie. Yeah. So, is that, is that Italian? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's cool. tot Italian. Right. Just like Jake Lasagna. All right. But yeah, that's stuff that just really warms my cockles. Yeah, man. My thank cockle. you. Cock holes? Cockholes. Why does it warm your cockholes? Why is that a phrase? Luke Cockhold. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the the porn UFC. Guy. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, thank you very much, Jake, for that message. Um, yeah. And of course, uh, there's uh, the, we we received a few gifts from the Good Hang yes. Gang, um, as yes, well as, was... as as well as a bunch. Of, I, I received a bunch of gifts from people that were independent of the gang, but were listeners um, of oh, nice. the podcast so they're technically I didn't get any of that what the fuck is that they're, they're technically like independent uh, 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 residents of Good Hangistan um, yeah but we will get to those gifts um, when we are back in studio together because right now we are literally thousands of miles apart okay because uh, I was going to say because we were Skyping earlier but now we're not Skyping just little yeah. scenes. I was going to open this present it's been it's been sitting on my desk for the past week. I'm so curious what's in there. But we'll, we'll save it. I guess we'll save it. We'll save it. We'll save it. Because I got we'll a bunch of it. stuff back home for um, both of us, actually. So. Oh, it's a good hand Christmas. Okay, we'll save it for ah. next week. All right. Well, then I guess that's all we have for We Read Yo Shit. Bam, bam, bam. We read your shit. Well, I'm, right, I'm, now I'm really curious what fucking presents are there. Because, like, just like regular Christmas, I can't wait to open the presents. You know, I okay. Like, I received a whole bunch of stuff from that day at the show, and uh-huh. I haven't had a chance to open any of it. Like, it's lying. It's like it's like sitting there in my room in bags, and I just <laughs> haven't had a chance to look at it because I I was like so freaking jam packed of shit. Because here's the thing, you know what's great about doing a concert? Actually, going up on stage and doing a concert. You know what's not great about doing a concert? Having to deal with invoices and payments the next day. So, Ugh. <laughs> Ugh, don't God. produce your own concerts, guys. Get a fucking proper show producer. <laughs> yeah, that's a good tip. That's a, that's a life good pro tip. tip. When you are ready, I mean, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying listeners here won't be able to do it, but yes, when you do have a concert at somewhere like the Esplanade, get someone to produce it for you. Yes, please. All right. Um, I do believe. Yes, what were you going to say? I was, I was going to say what you're about to say. So oh, okay. we need to stop playing. Let's say this. it at the same time. All right then. Okay. One, we need to, two, well, yeah. three. 
I am getting a vasectomy. Balls. I meant to say, it's game time! Game time! Game time! Alright. Alright, so this is going to be a short and sweet one. Uh, in, uh, In honor of your groundbreaking concert that people will be talking about for years to come, I have a little trivia game of some of the greatest concerts in history. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be terrible at this. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be fine. Uh, So guys, play along with Nathan. Uh, Wait till I finish reading the question, and if you can answer it faster than Nathan, you get a point. If not, Nathan does. Let's see how you guys do. It's very simple, very straightforward. It's just trivia questions. Wait, what? Who Who am I playing against? Against the Good Hang Gang, who are listening. That third person in the room that's on the other side of the mirror. How, uh, so is, how, how will they ever beat me to the buzzer? Uh, because you, 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 they just can be fast. Because you have to wait till I'm finished reading okay, the question. Okay, okay. All right. And you, and I, you guys are not going to know how fast or slow I'm going to read these questions. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, here we go. Uh, this is out of 10 points. And some of these questions have multiple answers. Okay, so the first one is pretty straightforward. Uh, on February 9th, 1964, Beatles Mania began on this man's show. Oh, shit. Um, Some people already beaten you, Nathan. The Ed Sullivan Show. Yeah, there you go. Hooray. Do you ever watch that thing? It's on YouTube. It's Man, so good. I have I have seen a lot of that shit. Like, so um, I remember... I can't remember it now, but I remember when I was like 15, 16, I looked it up. Because at that time, I was like obsessed with just watching like old live sh- concerts. Right. And um, The Beatles on Ed Sullivan is one. Um, the Who on, um, oh, what's that show? I think it might have been Ed Sullivan as well. I can't remember. Probably. But the, the Who's debut in America. That was or Johnny Carson. as well. Maybe. Um, freaking The Rat Pack live in Las Vegas. Oh my God. That's amazing, guys. Look <laughs> that shit, shit up on YouTube. And Isn't like that nuts that stuff exists. It's, it's like we'll it's never un- have like it's fucking Mozart at the fucking you know Bastille or some shit. <laughs> but like hundreds of years now, we'll have recordings of the Beatles. That's pretty cool. I love it, man. And like um, speaking of the Beatles, I remember one of the retro shows that I watched that blew my freaking mind in the worst way possible was um, Chuck Berry performing with John Lennon. Oh and- God, yes. It was Have great. we talked about that in the show? I, I don't know. Yeah, I saw that video because of you. It was Chuck Berry singing with John Lennon. Uh, and, you know, it was great because John Lennon uh, freaking idolized Chuck Berry. Like, Chuck Berry is one of his biggest inspirations in rock and roll. And to have John Lennon perform with Chuck Berry finally, like, he was just so excited for it. They did a song together. And at the time, John Lennon was seeing Yoko Ono. Uh, so, Yoko Ono being the fame whore she is... Demanded to be on she's stage. She's an artist. Excuse me. She's oh, okay. An artist. Okay. Sorry. 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 Yoko Ono, being the artist she she is, was I don't know. I don't consider her either. Um, <laughs> she uh, was she she dem- she demanded to be on stage with them, and she was on stage playing the tambourine. And um, at some point of the song, she decided that she was not getting enough uh, airtime. That the, uh, the song wasn't artful enough. Yeah, the song wasn't artful enough, and she started <laughs> banging on her tambourine like disproportionately loud and just like yelling into the microphone while yeah that was is, the crazy part like like a banshee she was yelling like a banshee doing her Yoko Ono thing while they are singing a Chuck Berry hit and, yeah and, and who is it is it comedian was the comedian Mike, was it Mike Barbiglia oh, there's a comedian who like 
Because you can, I'll put them in the show notes. There's a video, like just this video of that happening because it's on YouTube. Yeah. But there's also like a comedian talking about it, and it's really funny. I think it's Bill Burr. It's one of those guys. Yeah, that sounds about right. You'll see it's, it in the show it's, notes. It's guys. not Mike Birbiglia because he's very low key. I think um, Bill Burr makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But guys, yeah, look I mean, it up on YouTube. Just like just search John Lennon, Chuck Berry, and you'll see it. You'll see it's that in the moment. show notes for real you'll this time. You'll I'm see that it. moment when Chuck Berry just like. He he wants like, so much fuck is to just on? either kill, cut a bitch, or walk I'm just stage. confused. <laughs> it's like, what is this sound that is now in my head that sounds like a banshee of mythic? You know, this history. is why I'll, this is why I'll never understand why some people idolize or like look up to or admire Yoko Ono. Because first of all, she broke up one of the greatest bands in history. Mm-hmm. Second of all, she did that. <laughs> yeah, then she did that. Third of all, she's still doing it. <laughs> Uh, she hasn't stopped she's still doing like installation art in theaters where she's yelling into a microphone to teenage dream guys that's a real thing look it up Yoko Ono teenage dream it's a real fucking thing she's like she she, she go I think she did it in the MoMA um, or some theater some modern art museum where she stood with a microphone in the middle of the of the hall and teenage dream comes up and she just yells into the mic and when I say yell I don't mean like rock and roll yell I mean like there's a crazy woman in the supermarket can someone call the police that kind of yelling <laughs> alright that's all in the show notes the Yoko Ono show I, notes I don't like Yoko Ono every time you bring up the Beatles I will bring up my hatred for Yoko Ono anyway <laughs> next, qu- next question <laughs> next question um, August 2012 this artist came back from the dead to perform at Coachella ooh is it Tupac Shakur? It is Tupac Shakur, the hologram rapper. Yeah. Isn't that I crazy? I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> about his, Well, they haven't done it since. That's something. Apparently, the company that, that did that has gone bankrupt. Oh, have they never done it so, since? At all? I, no, I guess not. Huh, I could have sworn there's been at least like... Or maybe if that's just satire. I've, I've seen a lot of like Probably. people make fun of holographic artists. Cause Probably. It doesn't make sense. I mean... Especially in the internet age, there's a reason why people go out to live shows. <laughs> it's not to watch the thing on a screen anymore. Yeah, but I mean, like, let's not forget that who was on stage? Snoop Dogg, Drake. Uh, there's like, a lot yeah, of yeah, shit ton yeah, of yeah, other people yeah, that were on yeah, stage yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that. It's just, it's just strange. I believe they brought Michael back with um, hologram holograms. Oh, that's cre- Michael Jackson. Yeah, no, Michael that's, Jordan. Oh, that he's died. <laughs> no. Can you imagine seeing like a slam dunk, a hologram doing a slam dunk? Yeah, I could probably imagine that. (laughs) (laughs) Next question. Uh, All right, this one's worth two points. February 2004. These two artists gave a performance that gave the world the phrase wardrobe malfunction. Oh, we all remember this as children now, don't we? This was, I I believe, I believe... I believe this was like the dawn of a PC era. Yeah, I also feel like you've lost to everyone. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake at the Super That's Bowl. Great. Yeah. And that weird nipple ring that looked like a sun? It, yeah, it was like a sparkly I still kinda, no, I can draw it out for you right now because that image is emblazoned in my childhood mind. The mind Janet of Jackson's ch- nipple is just my child into mind. Your, not even yeah. her not even her nipple, her nipple jewelry. I can draw it out right now. It looked like a weird, like, four-sided sun-star-ish thing. It was just... It was baffling. But 
I believe that was like the start of like the PC era when it was like, oh my gosh, a tit on like live family television. Now we need to clamp down on everything. I feel I feel like both these artists just took the route of like just not talking about it. But I feel like it was really relatively straightforward what it was because it was like they were doing uh, what's the name of Justin Timberson? Don't be so quick to walk away. Yeah, I'm gonna have to nick it by the end of the song, then he pulls <laughs> it off. Like, obviously, that was the plan. Like, that was the plan, or else why would she have this weird, yeah, what looks like a war medal covering her nipple? You know, they just didn't realize that people's reactions would be like so ridiculous. Do you really think that that was intentional? What you you didn't think it was intentional? No, I don't know, man. I I because he I, just like he reached for her thing and ripped it off. That was how the song ended. Oh, huh? Never thought yeah, about I it that way. I don't know. I guess the word wardrobe malfunction is so closely related to that that you believe it's a malfunction. Well, I, I mean, why else would there be? I mean, actually, now that I'm zooming in, it actually is not covering the nipple. Like you can clearly see the nipple. Yeah, there's just that. Yeah, that eight sided fucking star thing is around the nipple. <laughs> It's a very straight... Like, it, is it even a piercing? I feel like it's, like, glued onto her tit, almost. Yeah, I... Like, and it's kind of fucked up that, like, it kind of destroyed Janet Jackson's, like, career. And it basically str- nothing really happened to Justin Like, He maybe... Yeah. He got bigger. <laughs> yeah, it's a strange thing. I don't know if it's a sexism thing. I don't know if it's just, like... The, I don't know In a way it's, it's also kind of like The music she was making If you listen to her music now She's still a fantastic artist She just released an album this year Or late last year I think And mm. it's still fantastic But the thing is She's very Headstrong about her music um, mm. She produced it herself And With her own label And the sound is very much The throwback 80s, 90s Sound Which you know right. A lot of the audio files And like music historians will appreciate and love but kids nowadays will listen to this and go like this is old people music <laughs> but yeah if you if you haven't heard a new record check it out it's fantastic it's just very much a throwback like it's an unabashed throwback she doesn't even try to do the whole dubstep break rap break no it's, it's very 80s and 90s straight, straight up yeah, this but, kind of a, I didn't realize this is a fun fact um uh, it's his name Jar. I don't know how the fuck to pronounce his stupid ass name. Jaru. Jawud. Jawud Karim, the co-founder of YouTube, said that this was a video that kind of led to the popularity of YouTube. Huh? Because so many people searched it. Oh. She was the most searched for person or in term in YouTube from 2004 to 2005. That's crazy. Oh, I'm positive that was the most like googled thing like ever. Oh, easily. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I I know. I know. I googled it. Yeah, you did, you Googling motherfucker. <laughs> All right. 1989. This group is arrested after performing a controversial song at the Joe Louis Arena in Detroit, Michigan. Sorry, what year? 1989. Oh. Ooh. Uh... I have no answer, but I'm going to guess. Arrested. Detroit. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't listen to the question properly. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the police. Yeah. Uh, oh, my gosh. What's that group called? Um, By <laughs> NWA. Yeah. I almost N words with an attitude problem. I almost said two live crew. <laughs> I was like trying to go. <laughs> that's totally different. <laughs> Fuck. That's, you know, I need to go back and watch that movie. Straight Outta Compton was such a good movie. I, I still don't understand how it didn't get any nominations for anything. Black because movies matter, man. Black movies. Hashtag black movies matter. 
I was so fucking immersed in that movie. Like, yep, I so good. Their, I felt their lives in that movie. Yep. Oh, I, well. I was watching the movie. I felt like I had AIDS. <laughs> yes. Anyway, <laughs> 1968. This artist, this artist, stages a comeback tour and with a very uh, memorable recorded performance, instantly recognizable by his or her fully leather outfit. Oh. 1968. Oh. I have no idea. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> 1968, dude. <laughs> Elvis Presley. Oh. Like, what, what was he yeah. coming back from? The war? The war. No, no. Like he, There was like a gap where he was like young Elvis. Before he became fat Elvis, he was like leather Elvis. Oh, and right. like he performed all these songs, I don't know, yeah, where he was came back from, but he was good. I, and I, I was, I, I always have like a connection to Elvis because in acting school we do this uh, project called Rock Stars. It's yeah. the most like famous, most popular thing that we have at LaSalle. It's so cool. Basically, you pick an artist or, or a rock star that suits you in some way, or, or mm-hmm. is a challenge, and you have to like pick one of their songs with, with a video and copy it identically. Oh, like awesome. the transformation process is unbelievable. Yeah. Like a uh, friend of our sh- friend of the show, Erwin Shaw, did Prince, and it was just yeah. like that's Prince. Like <laughs> I'm watching fucking Prince right now. Like we learned to breathe as them, to move as them, obviously to lip sync as them. We don't sync because that's obviously that would be weird. Yeah. But yeah, it's great. And I did I did Elvis, I did Jailhouse Rock, and it went over very well. I was like, I remember I was freaking out because I was like, I don't know who to pick. I, I'm just a fat kid. Who do I do? And he's like, you're doing <laughs> Young Elvis. I was like, what the fuck? Okay. But yeah, it was young a good Young Elvis process. is the best, man. He's the best Elvis for sure. You ain't Dude, another I, mud hound dog. I don't think there's a video of it, but one of my, the people, someone who graduated three years after me did, um, uh, was it, we did Michael Jackson and fucking knocked it out of the park. It was That's fucking awesome. so good. That's I think awesome. he did bad or you know, beat it. Red shirt, black pants, red shirt, not thriller. Yeah. What was bad, that? bad, bad. So good. I'm still thinking about the song "Hound Dog." I don't know what the words mean. You ain't nothing you ain't but a hound dog, hound dog. crying all the time. You ain't. Oh, sorry, but I didn't hound do dog. hound dog. I did Jailhouse Rock. Crying all the, the hound time. Dog was, if hound you ain't dog got a rabbit, then you ain't no friend of ain't mine. No I, friend don't, of mine. I, don't I don't get know. it. Maybe it's like a maybe it's like an old timey Memphis thing. No, but I did uh, Jailhouse Rock. Sorry, oh. which also has really fucked up lyrics. Number forty-seven, number fifty-three. You're the prettiest jail, but I ever did see. Come on, in, 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 I, I used to know it. I don't know anymore. Go <laughs> but it's weird. Go rock and there's like some, Robin, there's some homosexual innuendo in that song. Oh yeah, I mean it's prison, you know. Exactly. <laughs> All right, last uh, four more, four more uh, answers, but two more questions, and this one has three, three answers. Oh, my. June 2012. These two artists perform this particular song. A record breaking eleven times, appropriately in the capital of France. Ooh, um, eleven times back to back. Twenty twelve in the capital of France. Oh man, wait! I feel like I've I've heard this like, fuck! I've heard about this before because like it was such a fucking crazy story. Uh, twenty twelve, twenty twelve. Uh. Okay. Wait. The the they started. Wait, 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 wait. This, um, yeah, um, okay. um 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 um. Ah shit shit shit. It's a it's a it's a it's a it's a. No, I'm th- I'm thinking. I, I'm doing like the whole parallel thinking now. Here's a non-hint hint. 
Beyonce, what asshole Jay Z, 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 and Kanye West, niggas in Paris. Uh-huh. No, I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, N words in Paris. I got too excited, but you I feel like it's, say, okay. it's a song. Like You're quoting okay. a song. Yeah, I feel like it's okay if I'm quoting a song. <clears throat> Jay Z and Kanye West, niggas in Paris. Yup, they performed it eleven times back to back. It's a great song, man. There's actually there's a recording of it. Yeah, it's a fucking great song. Not of all eleven times. I think it was the first and the second time. But yeah, the crowd goes nuts. It's, it's and yeah, it's a really great song. Can I say, have you heard? Have you heard Marimba's in Paris? No. What the fuck is that? <laughs> so Marimba's in Paris is a phone ringtone that someone remixed. It's basically the marimba tone from iPhone that slowly transitions into uh, niggas in Paris. That's crazy. So it's like you know. You know that's that like yeah, yeah. iPhone it transitions <laughs> into the song <laughs> and it's freaking fantastic guys YouTube it it will make your day make it your ringtone it'll make everyone's day I promise uh, maybe I'll put it in the show notes you probably might not <laughs> is it if there's a YouTube of it I will get it oh yeah Marimba's yeah in Paris I think <laughs> it was like Let's go, let's go. Yes. Last last question. Question. August 1969. This artist closed out the first ever Woodstock Festival by playing in front of 200,000 people. It is remembered for his rendition of the American National Anthem. Who is this uh, artist? I'm very uninformed about Woodstock and that general era of music, but I'm gonna guess Bruce Springsteen. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I'm not sure Bruce Springsteen is that old. Uh, is that your oh, final? Wait, 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 wait. Um, National anthem on guitar. Uh, Neil Young. Nope. Okay. <laughs> on electric know, guitar. I guarantee you would have heard this, whether it like the actual performance or in a movie or something. Angus Young, I, 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 left, I a left-handed guitar player. Oh, I, I don't know, dude. I truly a black I, guitar player. Ooh, motherfucker. <laughs> Jimi <laughs> Hendrix. Yeah, Jimi <laughs> Hendrix. And I thought this was really interesting because, for one fact, um, so he he was like the shit at the time, right? And oh, he yeah. he was chosen specifically to close Woodstock, but because of rain delays and stuff. You know when he went on stage on the last day? 9 a.m. <laughs> 9 a.m. The, the, the morning after what was supposed to be the last night. And he played to 200,000 people. That's Man. down from 500,000 people that were there the night before. <laughs> Fucking Woodstock is crazy, man. 500,000 people. How do you even, like, hear anything? <laughs> you way yeah, I don't back. know. Holy shit, man. I don't know how speakers work. But yeah, that's crazy. And that's my little trivia game on famous concerts. Man, Jimi Hendrix, he, like, I'm not super familiar with his history, but his music will always get to me. Because that man, like, I envy people that can play an instrument. Left-handed? No, no, no. Like, with their brain completely out of the equation. Like, they mm. play an instrument like they're fucking just, like, snapping their fingers, you know? Or, or like, humming or clapping. It's a part of them, man. Like It's a part of them. Like, you don't even feel, like, the like any part of their, um, what do you call it? Uh, um, I'm losing the word. Body? Uh, 
No, no, no. Like fingers. Never mind. It's 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 not like mathematical, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's insane. Uh, I love it. Is that is that a rare thing? I feel like I feel like that's kind of a common thing. Like it's it's actually among... quite a rare thing because like even when you listen to jazz, right? A lot of the a lot of jazz hits they still play very mathematically. They're thinking in mm. the numbers. They're thinking in like their measures and everything. Very few players can really just play out of their bodies. You right. know, I f- I feel at least because I, I I can tell when a solo is like calculated, but when a solo is just heart and soul when a solo is just coming from your fucking loins you know that's something that will give you goosebumps as opposed to you just going like yeah that's good you know that's, <laughs> that's a good one like if yeah. when it comes from the heart and soul it's you you it changes you like a little bit you know you just go a bit yeah. like, oh my god the the what when you as you describe that the one i can think of is oh, we already mentioned in this podcast is john mayer like mm-hmm. if you check out his concert any given thursday have you seen this thing right yeah so he recorded concert, he's wearing a green long sleeve shirt, and he does covered yeah. in rain, and it's fucking like fifteen minute long rendition of it. It's just the most articulate, like is the way of saying for me saying it. like in other words, like I can like you know sometimes yeah. people be like, oh that solo made me feel something. I'm like fucking, I really felt something there. I felt like there was yeah. a story that was somehow in my brain and heart because of this thing. Yeah, yeah, it's in the show notes. <laughs> a lot of music in this one. Yeah, this is Yoko Ono and other concerts <laughs> in the show notes. Well, that was Alrighty. game time, everybody. Yeah, yeah, it was. Game time, game time. All right, we're making actually pretty good time. We're making good time. We're making good yeah. time. You, you got to go mm, in a like little bit to live your life. Minutes, got a good amount of time. Uh, While you go out to live your life, I'm gonna finish editing this episode. I'm gonna post it up as soon as possible, and then I'm gonna spend the entire night playing fucking Overwatch finally playing Overwatch finally. watching videos of Overwatch no 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 no. I, I, I have a stable enough connection because clearly this call has not been cut off yet so yeah. Wi-Fi is good today hopefully I didn't jinx it um, but I'm gonna I haven't been able to play Overwatch in so long dude in like dude, you I haven't been able to here you're talking know. about playing on PC because Nathan is crazy he has this game on two different systems he has his PC and console and all his friends we played on console because <laughs> just it just happened that way i'm just desperate man i get you buddy um yeah we need you back man we need you back in the in the team i'll be back actually so i might consider bringing my i might consider bringing my playstation out of town next time yeah you should do that i'm surprised you didn't do that to be honest. i'm just i'm just so scared of the internet connection <laughs> because like the playstation it it translates internet differently man mm I don't know, but I mean, what's the harm? If it doesn't work, then you, you go to your stupid computer with your PC Master Race people. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we gotta yeah, jump yeah. into the news, man. We gotta let's, jump into the news. Let's do the news. Let's do the news. One, two, three, four. World news, interviews, wall on terror, puppy shoes, television, movie, sports, racist fans, tiny horse. So many things in the world we're in. Did you hear about that thing? Holy crap, there's so much stuff to talk about. And that's what happens when you take some time off. It's been a good chunk of time. Yeah. But, Nathan, I think the big news, especially for us and our people, is you got to talk about fucking Pokemon Go. Our generation. Pokemon Go. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so um, if you guys didn't know, I mean, I'm sure everyone knows. But um, uh, Niantic Labs, uh, they're a game company. 
they have taken augmented reality to the next level. So they have oh. they have created a game before uh, called Ingress, that was mm-hmm. basically an augmented reality game that took the landmarks around you and turned them into a futuristic world within your phone. And what? you know, um, you can do things like. Uh, uh, fight other people or like contribute to events you know fight giant bosses things like that so you're like was, holding up your phone and the yeah. camera on the phone is on so it's easy yes. in front of you and then on the display yeah. on the screen it's like augmenting it to show, exactly show. yeah yeah so so they have right. set landmarks so for example you pointed at the statue of liberty then suddenly the statue of liberty turns into a giant tower that you need to go into and defeat whatever things like that you know so they've done this before but uh, Ingress was a little bit uh, left of field in terms of the appeal because it was mm-hmm. very it was like Tron it was very Tron like I think you might like okay. Ingress but um, uh, they have finally done something for the mass market and it's out it's been it was announced last year at E3 I believe but Pokemon Go is out so what Pokemon Go is it's basically Pokemon in real life but um, how it works is that it's not you can't just play it from your house like you can't just stay at home and like you know see what Pokemon come by. You yeah. actually need to go out, go to different points that the that the game has allocated around your neighborhood, in your country, or overseas, mm-hmm. wherever it is, and it's basically geotagged. And say for example, you are in Orchard, then you will find X Y Z Pokemon. If you yes. are in Sarangoon, you will find A B C Pokemon. Things like that. So the um, premise of Pokemon, like originally, it was like you are a character that's trying to collect these fucking monsters to fight with. Is that kind of that's the other thing, right? You collect these monsters, you train them, you build a relationship with them, and you fight them against other people's monsters. It's actually, yeah. it's it's basically like dogfighting, but with Just monsters. Cockfighting, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. but, but then, yeah, so in Pokemon Go is that you actually have to fucking move your goddamn legs, go out into the world to yeah. find these things. It's the craziest fucking thing. It's it's the craziest thing. And it's, it's, it's going to affect the world in a monumental way because first of all Pokemon it's huge mass appeal second mm-hmm. of all um, it's a it's a mobile game that's not like Candy Crush it's not like Clash of the Clans it's not like um, uh, Kim Kardashian's Quest or whatever the hell that game is <laughs> yeah. you can't just sit down on, on, on your ass and play this you need to go out and socialize and be in places and play the game and when you do that when you have a mobile game that actually mobilizes people things are gonna happen Amazing things, possibly horrific things, but I cannot wait to see like what happens from this because yeah, there's a very social aspect to this game that goes beyond just sitting on your ass and talking to somebody over a microphone. You know, this social aspect means going out to a place and seeing people, and like all of a sudden, like because sometimes they'll have like very site specific Pokemon. So so say for example, oh um, at Botanic Gardens you will be able to catch. Um, I don't know a f- Flareon or whatever it is. Then on all of a sudden, you'll have a lot more people going to the park trying to catch right. Flareons, and they will identify each other and basically be like, "Hey, you're playing the game too," and like, "Hey, you're playing the game too," and then they can trade and they can do things like that. It's basically like a social experiment. It's almost like yeah, and parts of it are almost like live Tinder in a way, because they're going to introduce trading soon. Um, so you know when you are when you spot someone in public playing the game as well, you could potentially like reach out to them and go, "Hey, you want to trade? I have like fifteen ratatas that I need to get rid of." Things like that, you know. <laughs> um, I'm excited to see what happens. I'm probably not going to play it because 
I don't need to be addicted to another thing. Yeah, it's not available in Singapore yet. Yet, anyway. It will be by the time we release this. Ep- no, no. It will be by tomorrow or the day after, I believe. That's soon, huh? Shit. Okay. Very soon. Well, there's been some kind of interesting side things that have come about this. I think I think a big chunk of our news is going to be about Pokemon Go because there's been some fucking weird shit that's been happening. Um, one thing I wanted to highlight, or I, I thought, one of the first things I noticed, actually, was that people have been using Pokemon Go to rob people. Explain. Because apparently there's, like, a thing you can do, like, um, well, basically, like you said, right, it's like, oh, there is a Pokemon in this particular location, so people will go there. <laughs> so basically what people are doing are finding the places where the Pokemon the Pokemon are, a little, that's a little bit off the beaten track, and they just wait there for fucking, I guess, white people <laughs> to uh-huh. show up with their smartphones, and they just jack their shit. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I think I read something about, like, you can put a beacon down, be like, hey, there's a Pokemon here, guys, come over here. And then they rob them. This happened in Missouri. <laughs> this has happened in Baltimore. This oh, is good just Lord. fucked up. Well, I mean, of course, when you have something... Again, it's a mobilizing game. It actually brings people out into the mm-hmm. world. So they're no longer safe. Um, but really Clearly. cool things can happen as well. I got some pretty cool stories. So um, uh, there has been... like You can actually reach out to Niantic and have Pokemon be planted in your place of business. And some people have actually done that. So, like, I believe a pizza, a pizza place in uh, California, they requested for um, uh, some slightly rare Pokemon. They paid for this, some slightly rare Pokemon to be placed around their shop, and huh. it's shown and it's given them an increase in business. Um, but not just that. I got this one from Reddit. This is a story from a forty-year-old Reddit user. Um, uh-huh. He explained that he couldn't sleep. And he later encountered two sketchy-looking dudes on his Pokemon catching adventure. So here's the story <laughs> on Reddit. There's a little park a few blocks from me that had, like, three Pokestops and a gym. So I wandered over there to see what the game could offer. I get there and I wander around a little, checking out the stops and rustling around in the tall grass. Then decide to go a few blocks away to see a couple more stops when I hear from the darkness, Hey, yo, my man! Turning, I see two sketchy-looking dudes sitting on a bench in the dark. I must have walked right past them without noticing. One of them waves, My man, check over by the blue truck over there. There, we got an onyx earlier. Onyx is the <laughs> the stone snake-looking thing. Uh-huh. So I wander over by the truck, and sure enough, there's a fucking onyx there. Awesome. So I end up chatting with the guys for a bit told them where I got my EV. They convinced me to join Red Team, which is a mechanic that I'm unaware of at the moment, when I hit level 5 so we could lock shit down in the neighborhood. <laughs> down. Then, the cop shows up. Uh, and yeah, so it turns out two 20-something black dudes and a 40-year-old white guy chilling in the park at 3am looks a bit strange. It took a bit of talking to convince the cop we weren't doing a drug deal, and a bit longer to explain the game. Then, the cop downloaded the fucking game on his phone and asked us how to get started. The end. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's truly like a social game and I'm so excited to see what can happen from this. I'm pretty sure like at least 50,000 people are going to get married because of this damn game. <laughs> uh, I'm not done talking about the dark side of this though because I find oh, this, God. <laughs> this so oh, interesting. God. Oh, God. So, there's a video, and um, see, normally if we were together, I would just play this video on my computer, but let me just describe kind of yeah. what I saw, and it's, it's all over YouTube, but there was this guy, uh, Nathan, you're aware of what a Twitch streaming is, right? 
Yes, it's where yeah. you live stream gaming. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward, uh, guys. It's like you basically see what the person playing the game is seeing. These are like often professionals or people who just like, kind of like just you know. I I like to that. interject. I want to interject really quick um, on Twitch. Someone took it upon himself to create a twenty four seven Twitch stream of Bob Ross painting. That is amazing. And he he or she did this because he or she knows that uh, online gaming can be frustrating sometimes. You need to and, chill out. Yeah, they created this Bob Ross stream to basically be like an oasis when people are having like back to back bad games. Anyway, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Anyway, um, this guy was uh. Uh, Twitch streaming his Pokemon Go experience, right? But he was also like an. By the same time, he was an Uber driver. So he's cruising around, and it's kind of funny because if you see the uh, the display of Pokemon, it's basically it looks sort of like Google Maps. Like you can see your icon on like a map, like a grid. And so you see this guy talking. He's in a car, so he's going down the street, going down the street. And then all of a sudden, he starts yelling. He goes, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What the fuck? He's just yelling. All these expletives, right? And he goes, I just saw a girl get murdered. He fucking killed her. So this dude was driving around playing Pokemon Go, looking for Pokemon, and he witnessed someone get killed. Oh, good Lord. And it's awful, right? But it's a little surreal, <laughs> Because it's like you just see him like just do a three point turn in the game with his fucking smiling Pokemon icon. You just see Wait, him, like, this is all reverse. In the game. Yeah, it's. Oh, I'll send you the link. He, he goes reverse. You see him turn around and just speed off, and it's terrifying at first. Like now that you know what happened, that he's safe, it's fine. It's terrifying. He's like, oh my god, the guy's following me. I have to call nine one one. He calls nine one one. You can hear him on the speakerphone calling nine one one, and he goes, uh, "Sir, what's your number?" He's like, "Um, I can't give you my number. People are watching me." No. And then his his stream goes dead, and people thought he was fucking killed. But apparently he was fine. Um, and yeah, so he, he killed his Twitch so he could call 911. And kind of the story kind of has a fucked up ending because for some reason, people started trolling him, and like he eventually lost his job from Uber. And he put up another video talking about how I was just trying to share my thing. Now I can't get into Uber. I've been kicked out for whatever reason. I'm not oh, what? sure what happened there. But yeah, it's really fucked up. And it's all Pokemon Go's fault. <laughs> and of course, Nathan, we know all about this Australian guy living in Singapore who got fired after complaining about Pokemon, right? Oh, in Singapore. God. That's... This, this yeah, fucking so guy. If you haven't read the story, um, an employee in, a, in, in an Australian employee in Singapore put on his Facebook, I believe. Uh, his, yeah. Yeah, do you have the exact quote? Yeah, I'm trying... It's in one of my fucking million browsers here. Yeah. Uh... He's uh, he's been named and shamed already, but this is not. This is actually. I'm trying to treat this as a different news article. I mean, stemming from Pokemon because it has some interesting things. I think will be worth talking about. Oh yeah. Uh, his name is Sunny Chien. Uh, he's an Australian of Vietnamese descent, and he says, in Singapore, referring to Singapore, he says, "You can't fucking catch Pokemon in this piece of fucking shit country." And then I don't know who it is, if it's a friend or not. He says. She, this lady responds, why would you call Singapore a fucking shit country? Are you living in Singapore? And he responds saying, because it's full of stupid like, because it's full of stupid like you. I stated why at the start of the sentence. Then get out of our country. And he goes, why? So the average IQ can fall and you can feel adequate. Uh, she says, where are you from again? You are here because your own country failed you. Please leave. We don't need rude people here. 
Uh, I'm Australian here because of lack of local talent. You've done a great job of supporting my EP. Locals can't even read. Just good at mouthing off. Want a recommendation for a helper agency? And it goes on and on. Oh, so, okay. Because I I got a very um, small fraction of the story. All I saw was he got fired because he said fucking shit country, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I did I didn't know it went on. Damn. It went on. There was a little bit back and forth. But yeah, then the people, you know, internet detectives figured out where he worked and started tweeting at them, calling for boycotts if they didn't fire. Yeah. And I'm I'm like this is where my Americanism comes out again because it's like it's kind of like he was stupid in what he said, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And obviously he wasn't arrested cuz you know, he wasn't arrested or thrown in jail or whatever, but like the fact that the internet mob would get their digital port- pitchforks out and get this guy fired is a little fucked up. Well, what do you th- what do you think? Okay, so my stance on the whole freedom of speech thing is that people should have the right to say what they want. Um, yeah. uh, and the policing should not be done by the actual government. Yeah. I feel like people can say bad shit all they want but the thing is they will be uh shunned for it they will be sure. uh burnt at the stake as so to say by the people around them by their peers by their co-workers for saying terrible shit you know because you can't just when i say freedom of speech i don't mean like oh just say terrible shit willy-nilly and live yeah, your yeah, life yeah, yeah. you know no, like, no, I of definitely course you need to be yeah like of course yeah. you need to be held accountable for the things that you say so i never believe that that accountability should come from the government like they shouldn't have the right to clamp down yes. and say like oh you can't say the blah 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 but when it comes to things like this when like the internet starts to turn its back on you and the people start to police you I, I'm kind of okay with it because mm. yeah, yeah but on the other hand it's Facebook it's a private forum I, I, it's, I, it's just like I think the main th- and I'll link to an article here which, which really kind of covers it because obviously what he said was fucked up yeah. but I don't think like he should have like it's kind of in Intense that he lost his job, like a his bit, way of a bit, yeah. feeding his family. Um, yeah. There's an interesting, <clears throat> excuse me. There's an interesting article here. Uh, I'll, I'll share it. It well, was he did, published he did to go LinkedIn on a bit about long. this. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, blah blah blah. But insurance. Uh, so a friend of the person who employed this guy. Uh-huh. Uh, wrote a little article. He, I'll just read a little bit of it. He goes, Today, one of my friends, Darius Chung, a successful serial entrepreneur and current founder of 99.co, a Singapore's number one real estate portal, blah, 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 found himself at the center of an internet scandal that led to him firing one of his staff, an SEO consultant who was Australian. I've uh, known him for many years, and he's thoughtful, compassionate, highly ethical leader. But, but today, I feel he forced, uh, Singapore forced him to make a good call for his company, but a bad call for society. And basically, to sum up this article, he's basically saying, yeah, that the punishment doesn't exactly fit the crime. And yeah. it's easy to – it's easy – I mean, obviously, he said it's stupid. But, like, can't you just be like, you're an asshole. I'm unfriending you. I don't hear your shit. Like, it's one thing if if his boss was like – he read this tweet and be like, dude, that's fucked up. I fire you before that. But, like, the fact yeah. that people called on his company yeah. to do it, well, I, it I, don't I guess, know, like yeah, I guess you got to look at it from the – you got to look yeah. at it from the viewpoint of the internet, you know? Like, the internet is, like, the place where everything is just exaggerated because you're hiding behind your keyboard. You're hiding behind uh-huh. screens and wires and cables. So, like, in real life, of course, people would just be like, hey, do that, man. Or, like, they just won't talk yeah. to you again. But when you translate it to the internet and they have all the power in the world to do things anonymously, 
they will do things like post your address up if they can. They'll do things like post your phone number, post pictures mm. of your wife and kids. I've seen these things before where they will it's put tense. they will put offenders and like you know basically burn them at the stake, like like almost literally, like they're that close to doing it. Yep. Um, it's it's because of the hiding behind the keyboard. I mean, of course, you know, you see it when you play video games. Like when you kill someone too many times, they'll be like, hey fuck you, you know, your mom is a whore and yeah, yeah. Uh, your father sucks dicks for money. Things like that, you know, things that are, you know, they clearly will never say those things to your face, but because they're hiding behind that, they can exercise that anger as much as possible. It just sucks that in this situation, that anger is going to a very real place because companies are involved and they need to be held accountable. They need to respond. They can't possibly ignore so much um uh, negative response. Yeah, but the problem is though is that is is essentially I guess is the mob mentality of yeah. like, like, and that's why mob just doesn't work. Like if you look at actual mobs, you know, in history of people who like, oh, this person did something wrong, let's string him up, hang him, kill him. Like, or in the new age of like, I think the most um, prevalent example was like, remember when the Boston bombings happened and Reddit yeah. got d- falsely accused someone of doing something and ruined his life, his family's yeah. life. Yeah, that shit. That shit happens, man. It's like it's, it's. I, like, I think this guy, this article I was talking about words it quite well. Where he says here, um, my issue is with the real world consequences that to me are disproportionate to the crime. This is a young, junior, inexperienced guy. But even if it were someone senior, I think I'd still have the same reservations. Basically, it's like the guy's an idiot. The guy probably fucked up. I mean, I don't think he was like being sarcastic or joking. I think he really does have that bad feelings towards the place. But like. I don't know. It's a weird, like, oh, you don't like something I don't like? Well, fuck you, and I'm going to do everything to kill you. Like, it's kind of intense. It's a bit yeah. much, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway. I, yeah. I just I just think, you know, because of the internet, like, people will say the most heinous shit on the internet. They will go through, like, the, 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 the farthest lengths because it's so easy. Because mm-hmm. there's almost zero accountability when yeah. you are once you once you once you're in that mob, like there's almost zero accountability. You can say anything as long as it's like vaguely on their side. Like, yeah, we should find his kids' school and get them expelled. Yeah, let's do that. You know, things like that. It's it's like it's it's so easy when you're just like on that on that side of the equation. Mm-hmm. It's 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 rough. It's so easy. That's the thing. It's it's so easy for a lot of people that maybe they don't even stop to realize kind of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's again. It's it's the it's the thing. It's the like, if if you had the same situation, like would all those people who tweeted at or posted yeah. on Facebook about this guy to be fired, would they all show up at this guy's office and and look yeah, him in yeah. the face and hey. be like and look his face in the boss and be like, get this guy out of here? Like, would they do that? Approval is a scary thing because here's yeah. the thing. I, I truly believe that the people that join these mobs and, you know, are like the police of the internet and social justice and whatever, I, I kind of think that a good majority of them have nothing else better to do. <laughs> That's why they end up country, like they end up uh, taking a nice chunk of their day to be upset about something that, you know, contributes to their life in no way. I, I don't know. That might be yeah. a controversial stance, but I really think that most people in these mobs, they have nothing else better to do. And yeah. when they get the approval of other people, you know, by saying something like he should get fired or like find out it's his, right? find out his address, find out his phone number. If yeah. like when they get that approval, it's, it's, yeah, it's contagious. It's addictive. You know, they go like, Ooh, I feel good. I feel that endorphin rush, you know, people That's are, mob mentality. Mob exactly, mentality. Yeah, exactly. It's terrifying. Just don't, don't say bad things about Pokemon. <laughs> or anything <laughs> anything ever yeah um 
All right, I got two more stories I'd like to talk about. And this one's interesting for a couple reasons. All right. Uh, this is an article from The Guardian. Uh, I got this off of Reddit. It says, we just broke the record for the hottest year nine straight times. Earth's hottest, and then uh. it goes on to say that Earth's record hottest 12... Con- uh, Earth's re- record... Uh, Earth's record hottest 12 consecutive months were set in each month's ending in September 2015 through May 2016. Basically, it's fucking hot. <laughs> uh, Doesn't that hey, suck? Take that, global warming deniers. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's funny you should bring that up. Because um, on Reddit, there you know how like, people are commenting. Yeah. Um, one of the t- top most upvoted comments was... Uh, just a gentle reminder, the leading U.S. Republican candidate has promised to abolish the EPA, which is the Environmental Protection oh, Agency. Oh, good lord. Is that a real thing? Yeah. Donald Trump and is here's the promising thing. to abolish the EPA? Apparently, yeah. Okay, but here's, here's where it gets crazy. So that was the first comment, right? That's the parent comment. And then under that, uh, it's a link to a tweet where he says that – let me read it. Let me read it out. The comment says – the concept. Uh, someone linked this comment, which, uh, which is a tweet from Do- uh, Donald Trump. The concept of global warming was created by and for the Chinese in order to make U.S. manufacture non-competitive. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there's a comment after that. So a person linked that. Then a person said, "That's probably the stupidest thing I've ever seen on the internet." And I've seen a lot of stuff. The response to that <laughs> is someone going, "Here's 50 more tweets of Donald Trump de- denying global warming. Pick your favorite." Oh, and it's just a, a huge list of twitter.com slash real Donald Trump slash status slash whatever. Like, let me just pick some at random. Let's read some at random. Oh, good Lord. Another freezing day in the spring. What is going on with, quote, global warming, unquote? Good move, changing the name to climate change. Sad. That's just one I picked at random. Let's do another one. Let's do another one. Another one at random. His, his, Obama tweet, his, said, his tweet structure yeah. is iconic, just want to say. Yeah. Totally. Uh, Obama said in his State of the Union that global warming is a fact. Sure, about as factual as if you like your health care, you can keep it. That's a little more inside baseball, but let's see here. What last one? That's the last one. Among the lowest temperatures ever in much of the United States, ice caps at record size. Change name from global warming to climate change. What the fuck is he talking about? What, what do you say about ice caps? He said that they're at the record size, which let me it, look it was, up where was, that could possibly be said. Was that statistically accurate? But I don't even know why I'm asking. He's never he's never bothered about that. Um, yeah, he doesn't put sources. Yeah, he's he's basically like a BuzzFeed. No, not a BuzzFeed article. He's basically one of those like Onion articles that like are satire, but everyone believes it. Yep, he's like a walking. Embodiment of that, you know, like every once in a while they'd be like, "Oh, uh, um, meteor hit it to Earth in two weeks, imminent destruction," mm-hmm. and then you open the article; it's clearly satire. Donald Trump is the guy that retweets that as fact. It's crazy. I'm scared. I'm scared. We're all scared, but it should this be. Interesting. It should be interesting. <laughs> this is interesting right here. Um, and uh, this is from NASA. Antarctic and the Arctic are two very different environments. The former is a continent surrounded by ocean, and the latter is ocean enclosed by land. As a result, sea ice behaves very differently in two different regions. While the Antarctic sea ice yearly wintertime maximum extent hit record highs from 2012 to 2014 before returning to average levels in 2015, both the Arctic wintertime maximum and its summer minimum extent have been in sharp decline for the past decades. 
So basically, they're saying that like if you look at like a uh, a chart, it's like going down, going down, going down, going down, going down, going down, go up a little bit, and then going down, going, going down, down go, again. Like yeah, that's that's Trump for you. Nah. Yeah, pardon the jargon, but basically that's what it means. Oh, so well. that's awesome. I I I. Uh, yeah, yeah, my thoughts exactly. I mean, uh, <laughs> you okay, can feel like, the heat as well. Okay, right? you no, no, can feel okay. I, I I get things like um, controversy on gun control or like legalization of like uh, recreational drugs or things mm-hmm. like that. Things where you know, sure, there are gray areas here and there, but when the science keyword science. <laughs> Is so clear. I don't understand how like such a huge fraction of the population can deny it, which can only lead me to believe that a good fraction of, the, I, and I only hear this from America because they're the ones that are talking about it most, are fucking mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and like, I th- I think that's very hard for us to wrap our minds around us, like Asians, because we always look up to the West, you know, for being so forward thinking and <laughs> being like innovators and inventors, and you know. Uh, uh, just, just very. How do you say? Very re- revolutionary people, you know. Yeah. Like they, they're pushing the boundaries. Well, a good fraction of them are clearly just thick as the ice of many, yeah. many, 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 many more centuries ago. Yeah, <laughs> you are right, my friend. Uh, it's it's a fun time. It's a fun time to be alive. <laughs> All right, last little story. A little palate cleanser because, you know, as usual. Yeah, and you got to scrape that 2016. All right. This is my favorite headline I've ever read. This is from the New Zealand uh, Herald.com. Chinese businessman sues escort agency after paying for celebrity encounters. A Chinese businessman is suing an Australian escort agency to which he paid millions of dollars to, believing he was going to spend the night with Hollywood stars, including Megan Fox. Uh-huh. The man played three point seven million Australian dollars, uh, Australian dollars, or three point eight million U.S. dollars, for supposed encounters with Fox, along with Victoria's Secret uh, model Candace Swainpole and Chinese model Yang Ying. Okay. <laughs> so basically, this dude paid millions of dollars for the promise of being able to sleep with these celebrities, and the escort agency, as of yet, has not been able to deliver. And now he's suing them. Oh, goodness. what the fuck! It wasn't even like impersonators or something. Nope, it was like they were like, "Hey, bro, give us three point seven million dollars and you can fuck Megan Fox." Was this like one of those ads? You know, like every once in a while you see those ads, like, "Ooh, twenty hot milfs in your neighborhood looking yep, for you." Much. Oh, good gosh! <laughs> Fucking craziness, man. <laughs> no, I just love it. I mean. I mean, most of us that grew up in the internet age, we know better to not click on those things uh-huh. or even look at them twice. Especially like this, you know those like those African male scams. This guy sent money, money to a Nigerian prince, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. There you go. He Hell of a service, to, he, though. Hell of a service. I mean, like, he, yeah. He, if 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 you could if you could get those three people at one shot in one place, I, I'd pay three point seven million dollars. If I had it, yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, if I uh, had he it. He says, sure. this is funny, he goes, quote, he wants to recoup the cost and, and is suing the agent's parent company for breach of conduct, misleading, and deceptive conduct, and an unjust enrichment, the report stated. It is understood the company will defend the claim, but is yet to file a defense statement with the court. 
The number posted on the website of the agency was not working when contacted. No shit. But, can you just imagine the conversation between this guy and the company? He's like, oh, really? Uh, can you get uh, Megan Fox, is it? Because uh, he's Singaporean, right? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, la da, da Okay, yes, yes, sir, definitely we can do that because they're from Midwest America. Yeah, just send over $3.7 million. We can do it in maybe three installments and oh, uh, just no. hang out for a bit. And we'll show up. We'll fly her in on the wings of a dragon. <laughs> and you can, like... It makes me wonder, like... You know all those... Com- I don't even know what you call them. Like, companies? Scam artists? Like, the ones where, like, a pop-up comes up and goes, like... I made 40... And it's way too fucking loud. It's yeah. like, I made $125,000 in just a month working you from home. Death is what Find you out how. And, like, you have to believe that some people click on those things and like they mm-hmm. watch the whole ad and they find out like ooh I want to find out how like what happens to those companies do they get sued as well or are they just kind of like do they just install malware on your computer and call it a day either way it's fucked up yep <laughs> uh, China's making more news though like this is kind of like hot and breaking news I don't know if you want to talk about it because I haven't had a chance to read up on it but have you heard about China being told that they don't own some islands in the South China Sea this is actually kind of a big deal uh-huh. And maybe I want to dive into it next week. Okay. But the gist of it is that there's been like a territorial dispute between China and the Philippines over a couple of islands in the Ooh. South China Sea, quote slash Philippine Sea. But the court in The Hague has now said that China, you all fucked up. Uh, we'll get into that more next week because... Cliffhangers. <gasps> What's happened? Uh. And uh, yeah, that's the news. Um, there's one thing I want to touch on just because is that... So yeah, we took a week off and... If we had not, we would have definitely talked about the shootings that happened last mm-hmm. week. Um, take your pick. There was multiple shootings. There's the the, the two Sterling. the black Elton Sterling and uh, what's his name? Orlando, not Orlando. Um, Portland, Portland, Port, uh, Portlandia. Uh, there was a shooting in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and up in uh, Minnesota of two black men. Both were filmed by smartphones both very tragic you can look it up if you want to it's very sad and the protests at Dallas that led to the assault, the killing of police officers I'm eh, there's nothing really much to say about it it's, it's just it's ridiculous that we can use this podcast as landmarks to how fucking crazy the US is with their shootings even though statistics mm. have shown it's a relatively peaceful time but like the stuff that does come out is just nuts yeah and it, it makes me I'm wonder kinda, if it makes yeah. me wonder if like because we live in the internet age and the age where like cameras are basically like in every yeah, fucking just, thing are we, are we just, just more, less yeah, naive more ex- or less yeah, yeah are we just being ignorant. more exposed to it yeah it's crazy because we but kind yeah. of gone downhill as as a human race that much over the last few years right no I'm sure like if there was some kind of chart we'd actually be going up you know what I mean in terms of like at least yeah. you would hope, but then when you have fucking Donald Trump say that, that is China true. invented global warming and that is true, and then Duarte, Brexit. the president of the Philippines, just killing people left and right. He just recently was just like, "Hey, if you know any yeah. drug addicts, just kill them." Like this is basically his quote. Uh, you got Brexit. It's like, what the fuck is going on, man? Really makes you wonder. Yep. And with that, least, guys. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well. No, I mean. Uh, I think the lesson to be learned here from the entire world, really, is just don't be a fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, be a dick. 
it, it used to be like, you know, we look at criminals and we look at, you know, like really shitty massacre stories and go like, ooh, don't follow mm. that. Now we're looking at whole countries and going like, please don't follow that. <laughs> like, <laughs> that that entire group of people there, they're being idiots. So let's just not, let's just distance ourselves from that behavior for a bit. Um, oh but yeah, uh, dang, guys, make good choices. Be careful out there. And uh, when you're catching your Pokemon... Uh, stay on the pedestrian walks, please. D- yeah. Don't go out into the main road. Yeah. I mean, sure, there might be like a diglet in the middle of the street, but it's not worth it. It's not worth it. A diglet is never worth it. Oh, you know, you know, it's not even I a had a size dick. I had a really cool idea. Diglet. Yeah, what's I had, that? I still think is an amazing idea. <laughs> um, but it's not going to resonate <laughs> with you because you don't care a thing about Pokemon. <coughs> um, Try but me. in Pokemon, there's this thing called. There, there are these Pokemon that are like legendary. Uh, Pokemon, right? And one of them is called Articuno, or Articuno. Oh, uh-huh. um, it's like a legendary bird Pokemon, one of the three. And uh, it's a ice Pokemon, I think, a water slash ice Pokemon. And it's mm-hmm. extremely rare in the game. Uh, you can only get it from one place. What if Pokemon Go like put that super rare Pokemon on like the top of Mount Everest or something like that? You know. <laughs> and like, so instead of like you know going home with like a picture and like you stuck a flag in there that's gonna get blown off in a couple hours, you get home with like a Articuno on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta catch him all. Dying uh, mountain sickness. Uh, Everest claims another. It'd be littered with fucking Pokemon. I can't wait. To, I can't wait to watch that movie, the inspiring biopic of the man that in search for Articuno. Oh, or like if you can get like some like super rare Dragonite at the like, bottom of a sea, or like yeah, shit like that, you know. Or like That's, in the in like in the backyard of the White House, so it's like really risky. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck uh, Pokemon Go, fuck it. It's crazy. You know, you're you you're probably going to try it, right? Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I, mean, at least to, I mean, just to say that I tried it. I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it. This time This time next week, you're going to be hooked. <laughs> no, that's a bad That's a bad call. Because I'm still fucking playing. Uh, Overwatch is taking up too much of my time still. All right, then. Yeah, I wish I was playing right now, but no, I got to go. I'm going to play right now. Yeah, well, I gotta send you this thing first, but that's it for us, ladies and gentlemen. It's been we're back, better than ever, still in different countries, but uh, yeah. Alrighty then. Yeah. Good talk. Thank you guys very yeah. much for uh, hanging out. Thank you guys very much for sharing, subscribing, uh, telling a friend. We depend on that because we don't advertise in anything. Also, no one yeah, wants we don't us. Advertise. Nobody wants yeah. us because we swear too much and we make too many jokes about about like just genitals and yep. questionable sex yep. um but you know that's why we have you because you're in yeah. support of that stuff and shit if you made it to this end of the episode let me ask you this uh i'm not asking you but uh feel maybe think about leaving us a review Ooh. if you're even cooler maybe think about supporting us on patreon it goes a long way to helping this get into your ears every week ish yeah. and we really appreciate all our supporters thank you guys give your mom and dad a hug Give your Pikachu a virtual something and have a good week ahead. Thanks for the hang. My dad just turned 69. <laughs> <laughs> oh.